Welcome back to the Empowerment Series. This is Abdi Fattah's podcast. We're doing episode four today. I'm, I'm very excited. I have two very close friends of mine on the podcast today. I've been trying to have these, gone, these guys on for a while. And, you know, today we're finally able to make it work. So let's introduce these two very special guests. Go. Um, hi, my name is Henny. I'm excited to be here. Honestly, I'm happy to see, you know, Fattah doing something with his life. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true, man. I'm just telling. I don't know what you've been doing, but nowadays you got this little podcast going. By the way, my name is Khalif. Nice to meet all of you guys. You know, for a second, I thought he was taking a shot at me. <laughs> I kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Look, I'm going to ask you guys a scenario questions, right? And I want to see you guys' answer on this, okay? Let's say you're walking into a forest and you found a black suitcase. Inside it holds one it million dollars. I don't know, it's black. <laughs> Inside it holds one million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word written. Don't. Would you take the suitcase or would you leave it? Tough. I'm taking that suitcase oh, immediately. Taking that suitcase? What? Oh, just because all oh, a little blood on a little note telling me don't. What, what if it has like a curse on it? If he had that, you see, I'm, I feel like I'm a Muslim. I'll just be hitting with that. Exactly. I'll just hit it with that. I'll be letting me shit down the gym. Bismillah. Grab it and go. I would not take it. For sure. Quran, no Quran. I'm not doing it. Wow. That's, there's not enough like Quran you can read on it too. Like <laughs> take the curse out and that blood. Says who? I don't care. I'm making my own money. Nah, nah, I'm making nah, halal nah. money. Uh, who says it's haram though? You just found there's it. There's blood like, on it. It says don't. It. He, said it. The, the he said curse. He said curse. How would you know it's cursed? You just said, said, has, has he said, said curse. Don't. Who would leave a million dollars in the forest? A Someone. rich person who doesn't have anything better to do. So no. you tell me right That's now, DiCaprio is gonna take a suitcase, put it in the middle of the forest, and say, "All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, look, if I had what?" Oh God! Are you serious? You know, Wolf of Wall Street. Everything you have never been a fan of DiCaprio. Are you serious? The Revenant. I didn't watch Wolf on Wall Street. What is wrong with you? We need to take her to Netflix. Yo, I don't think Netflix has that stuff. You serious? Netflix is Wolf on Wall Street. Does it? But what's your guys' answer? You said you would do it. I would one hundred percent think it, dude. Think about it like this. I like to imagine that if I was a billionaire and I had a whole bunch of money, mm-hmm. I'd probably be doing some dumb stuff like that too. Just be like, you know what? Let me see. Have a little camera. Let's see people's reactions. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take that money. God gave me a million dollars. Y'all gonna walk away from it? That is crazy. Mm-mm. I have the confidence to make my own million dollars. That's good for you. I'm gonna have the million. I make and the extra million right there. See, I don't. I don't care. I'm not dropping a dollar. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not. I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm nope, telling like I never saw it. Okay, that, that's your problem. Just if you did see it, just let me know. Why? So you can go die? Yes. No. <laughs> it's my life. Let me die if I die. At least I'm, I'm trying try to enjoy get, my life with you. Enjoy that rat race. I'm not going no, with that. No, trying not, to have like you know. Nah, 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 like, nah. You know, I'm good off like that. Future trips if I cannot have a million dollars because you're scared, don't be my friend. I'm still scared. Bye. You know, look, Give me my million dollars. I'm, I'm never gonna walk with you ever. I'm never walking in, in the. In the you're also. You're, gonna, you're the type lives. of nigga who like you know, in like when we're um, treasure, treasure regime that you like um, the guy who touches the like the dab that you're not supposed to touch and then the whole place falls apart. Here's the thing. And I then you like die because he was you couldn't keep you couldn't keep your hands together. I feel like I feel like I'm not Indiana Jones, but yeah. I do feel like a million dollars is a million dollars. But it has blood all over it and it's saying don't. Why like, blood on the money, blood on the blood on the note. Okay, don't if lie. it's on the note, I don't care. If it's on the money, I just skim the top that has the money oh, and then take the ones that don't have the money, the yeah, blood on it. But, the like, the whole, remember, like... What's wrong with you? It's a million dollars. It's a million dollars. Do you oh, not know, so, do you not know the movie, um, what is it, Pirates of the Caribbean? The whole, sh- the whole ship end up being cursed. Okay, but guess because what? Because one what? person took that death. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm Jack Sparrow. I Be- do what I want. 
Jack's Didn't he end up dying? I don't know. No, I he didn't never dies. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not going to be those people who are cursed. Okay, you I'm you, casualty of you. I'm not going to be the person who's broke. How about that one? They, they, the whole We're purpose b- of the movie broke. was... Bro, uh, all right, hold on. Sound like a broke, it's sometimes broke, not worth broke. Okay, broke. Okay, from, okay, from that sounds like getting, something a broke person would say. I would personally not take it because I'm not a psychopath and I'm not trying to get killed. I, it's not psychopathic to huh? take money that's just, just around it. Yeah, I think just, Henny, me and Henny agree. But, okay, so... Right. Just because he's two you idiots know, agree doesn't mean anything. Like, you know, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to hang out with Khalif after at 9 p.m. <laughs> I'm going to oh. donate money at the masjid for you. All right, thank you. All right, so Henny. Take the money that I, like, died with. Okay, so... You can inherit some. Going back into this... Honey, what do you call, you're an electrical engineering major, which is very difficult, right? Yeah, very difficult. So we've had a lot of conversations talking about this, talking about sexism within classrooms, talking about issues that you've had. And I want to read off this um, business insider statistic, and I want you to tell me what you feel about it. So according to the business insider, black and Hispanic women face the biggest pay gap when compared to white men. That black woman earns 63% of what white men earn, which is a 13% pay gap. Also, that women earn less than a man when they have children. Again, from Business Insider, women earn approximately $756 a week, while men earn close to $1,000. What do you believe that reason's for? Um, I think I could be wrong, mm-hmm. you know, but cause I didn't prep for this. But I think the reason why that statistics was, like, main reason was, like, back in the day when women were first go- coming into the workforce, they were mothers, they were, like, s- daughters, sisters. They had families where, you know, where they're being supported. And them working, coming into the work field was first because of, like, the World II, World two, and there's a lot of people gone, so they're, like, women were the first time where they actually come into the work f- workforce. Well, this is from 2015, though. I know. But, like, I think that, like, that, like, caused, like, a little, it, like, it rolled over in the coming years. Because when they first came in the workforce and men started coming back, mm-hmm. they were paid less than the men because, because, like, you know, the idea was, like, the man would support the household. Mm-hmm. And any money that a woman would make would just be, like, extra cushion for the household. Mm-hmm. But a man is getting paid more because he has a whole household to, mm-hmm. to fund. But, like, I don't know, like, nowadays... Divorce rates are so high. Women are single. There's women who don't even get married. There's women who are single mothers who don't even have men who support them. And, like, this causes a big conspiracy because, like, there's, like, women who are going into fields where, like, electrical engineering, doctors, whatever, or, like, business or, like, their project managers, they could be any type of thing. And it's so sad that women who are more qualified, who are doing bigger loads, are still getting underpaid than men. And that's my biggest fear, is that even though, let's say, I do graduate and I do make it out and I'm working a job, the guy next to me is getting paid way more and I wouldn't even know because some some companies have this rule where you're not allowed to share your pay. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they, I'm not allowed to share how much I'm getting paid. I'm sitting there comfortable thinking I'm making more money and, or making the same amount of money, you know and I'm not. You know what I've been not. seeing recently? It's becoming a trend for women to share how much they're making so they can have the pay gap become closer than it is with right yeah. now. But then also some companies you get like a backlash for sharing or even finding out mm-hmm. and some people lose their jobs because of it. But it's a movement that's happening though. It is a movement, but at the same time, is it worth losing your job? Mm, I mean, I have the privilege of being a man. I mean, I hate to say it, but I do have that privilege. So I don't believe personally it is, but as a woman, is it worth you know, losing you'd have your to job? debate with it. Really. I, I don't know. So what type of, so you enter into a classroom, which is predominantly men. 
predominantly white man, and you are m most of the time the only black woman in the class, right? Sometimes the only black woman, sometimes the only black person in general. What type of issues do you face within that? Um, to be honest, I don't know if people are being prejudiced, racist, or just gender sexist, mm -hmm. because like I'm black, I'm female, and I'm a woman, and I'm Muslim. Mm -hmm. And I'm also, and like this doesn't, wouldn't really matter in other places, but like here in Minnesota, I'm also Somali. Mm -hmm. And people know what Somali is. They look at me, they know, oh, you're Somali. So I don't know if they're, like, being unfair, um, from being unfairly treated for whatever reason. Because there's so many reasons they could, like, have, like, an unbiased opinion of me. Mm -hmm. So, like, that sucks, too. It's, like, I wear my, like, I'm trying to wear my scarf, but I don't always wear my scarf. So it's, like, I notice personally that I get treated differently based off of what I'm wearing. True, 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 true. But, like, even sometimes, so, like, the kid who would be friends with me if I didn't wear my scarf, like, if I come to the first couple of weeks without my scarf, and then all of a sudden I come back, sitting next to the same kid with the scarf, <laughs> some of the reactions I get are just hilarious, and I just brace for them. Really? Yeah, man, it's a struggle that you're having. I know we've talked about this a lot of times, and you've, you've vented your frustrations that if these issues are happening within the classrooms right now, you're, what you're expecting for in the workforce is, is kind of going to be kind of the same. I know, and I'm not going to, like, my biggest thing is, like, I don't want to be a sellout. I don't want to be ashamed of who I am. No, you don't want to be. Um, like, I'm okay. I'm okay with it being a little bit harder for me to uh, be part of a classroom or make classmates who I actually see a future and take classes with or getting along with group projects or even, like, future internships. Like, my biggest fear is, like, when I apply to all these internships, like, I know guys have this problem too when they like see my name and my last name and they see Muhammad. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I've, what I've if, faced, I've faced like, that. Like, you know, what if I'm yeah. not going to get that internship because, oh, my, my last name is Muhammad. Should I just yeah. put like a Don name in there just to see and be like, when I come in and be like, actually, that's not my name. I, I face that type of issues too because when I apply for internships, I get rejected so many times. It's not based, I know for a fact, it's not based off of my qualification because I know I'm qualified for that position. I know I'm being based off of like this prejudiced belief about who I am when I come into the building. And I remember like a, a couple weeks back, I mean, I don't know if I should say this on here, but you know, they're probably not going to be listening. But I remember a couple weeks back, I entered this training for this job I currently work for right now. And I was sitting around the kids who were my competitors for the internship that I was rejected first that I later received on, that I later got hired on for. And I remember sitting there like, I cannot believe that these guys, and predominantly white men, got passed, that got the job over me, which very, like, it frustrated me, but I understood, like, this is the type of world we live in. And, like, looking at your situation right now, it's like, she has everything that's happening to me, but on top of it, she's a woman, a black Muslim woman in America. It's tough. So I got a question for you, too, going into it. So, growing up, so majority of the time, this is, this is a trend that's happening recently, and I love it that, you know, Somali women want to be educated, but it hasn't been like that within the past. So, growing up, expressing interest in academics and pursuit of becoming an electrical engineer, how did your parents perceive it? How did the people around you perceive it? Did you face any backlash? Okay, so this is kind of funny. Um... You know how your parents are like offer like oh education whatever, so like growing up I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest and I'm the oldest girl, and like in my household like I'm expected to do everything. So like I'm a parent like my dad my dad speaks English and stuff or whatever, but he just likes, you know he just likes to hand it off to me or we'll just do everything together, 
and like growing with him, like whenever we got like stuff, like stuff that needs to be set up, Wi-Fi, um, things that are parts, like you know what to do, like follow this instruction, whatever. I basically set everything up, mm-hmm. even furniture. And like my dad would give it to me and he'd be like, okay, figure it out. And then I'll figure it out how to do it. And then I'll just, you know, tell him the directions and along and then we'll do it together. Mm-hmm. And my dad always joke around like, oh, you're my engineer, you're my mechanic, you're my whatever. <laughs> and that's like as a little kid, like I was doing that at the age of six. Mm-hmm. I was reading those complicated manuals and whatever and I was figuring out how to do it. And then it went even further. And like when I moved to my mom and my other siblings, um, I was still required to do that and I had to take in the more of intensive role. And like going to school, I remember like I was like when people were talking about like what fields they want to go to and whatever and my parents were always like, Hey Henny, you're gonna become a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, I don't really think I care for people that much <laughs> to be a doctor. <laughs> and like I don't wanna go into surgery, blood kinda makes me nauseous. Mm-hmm. You know, like scary movies are not for me. Because yep. the blood. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't go into yeah, that I know field. you don't like scary movies. You know, fact. like, definitely. So, like, when they said doctor, I was kind of, like, iffy. And I was, like, maybe I can go in children, but then mm. I'm not a fan of kids. But I'm, like, maybe <laughs> I could just do it for the money. And for the title. You, a lot, right? <laughs> you know? So, so but then I took anatomy, you know? Because, like, you know what? If I'm going to be a doctor, I might as well take classes, you know? Like, I'm an A-type person. So I was, mm. like, you know, I might as well take these classes in high school that are related to my field. Mm. So I can get an idea of it before I become that person commits in a field where they hate their life. <laughs> I don't want to be that person who hates their life, you know? So I went in and um, I took anatomy. Mm-hmm. And I was about to take Latin. Thank God I didn't take Latin. I mean, I was supposed to take Latin. Latin, like? Like, language? Latin, Latin language, like the dead language. The, well, it ain't dead. The, it's, it's technically dead, huh? the technical reform. I mean, it's like, what, it, ancient like, mythology, that yeah, type of language? Yeah, but it's no, a dead it's language like, because no one speaks it. Holy shit, I don't know anything about do you sp- it. Who do you know that speaks Latin? No one. one single person. I thought it was just cool. No, no, no. I speak Latin. No, but, like, <laughs> it's more like, you know, Latin is such, like, a language that's old and that has, like, influence in all other, like, a bunch of other languages, like mm. English, French, Spanish, whatever. They have, like, Latin. It's, like, Roots. you know, the root. Mm-hmm. So whenever you learn these Latin terms, like, it helps with vocabulary because of medicine. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was thinking Latin. So my sister told me she wanted to be a dentist or a doctor. I said, oh, if you want to be that, you have to take Latin. And mm-hmm. she hated it. I used to mm-hmm. see her homework, and she was kind of like my test dummy. I never told her this. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, dang, I'm definitely not taking Latin. So I just took anatomy instead. Mm-hmm. And I hated my life. Thank God it was just high school, and that doesn't go on my college transcript. Mm-hmm. Because that taught me that being a doctor is not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not. So that was the end of it. <laughs> so how did your parents perceive it? I took an engineering class the next semester. Mm-hmm. And I wanted a computer science class, but they didn't have it, so they told me, hey, take this innova- engineering innovations class. And I took it, and that was the hardest class ever that I ever mm-hmm. took. Like, till this day, it's the hardest class, because I remember the amount of effort it took for me to get into that class. And I used to drive, like, 30 minutes just to get there twice a week, and I stayed there for, like, a three-hour-and-a-half block. And the kids that I was in the classroom with were, like, kids accepted to Harvard, Yale, UCLA, like, kids who've taken programming classes before, who've taken AP Java, AP Robotics, whatever. And I was in class with them. Mm-hmm. And we're starting off on the same level. We were not on the same level mm-hmm. starting off from. And I was the only black kid. There was another black kid who started a class with me, and he dropped off within the first week. I was, just, I was looking at him like, oh, someone like me. And then he was gone. I was like, oh. No one like me. <laughs> no one like me. And there was another Muslim girl, Arab girl, and she was there. And then she dropped the first week, too. I was like, whoa. So I'm the only one here. Mm. And they, I cannot, I had to realize I had to make friends with people who I would never really be friends with. 
and I had to learn the type of people that I'm going into the field with. Damn. That's what I realized. So that class was hard, and I had to study like three hours a week every single day after class, and I ended up getting an A with it, a, like an A in that class, but that was like the hardest thing I ever did, and like I was doing projects that I could not believe I was doing. I remember the last project that I did was like a 3D printer of electric guitar. 3D printer? 3D printed electric guitar, and it was actually life-size, and it was soul bomb. Like, I had to figure out every single detail to research electric guitars, how they look, the placement, the certain things I needed, get parts for it, and make sure that it actually worked, mm-hmm. and it nice. did. Another project I did was, <coughs> like, yeah. was, like, circuiting and, like, creating, a, like, using, like, like, wire and stuff like that, like, complete, like, you know how, like, your computer has a bunch of small little pieces? Mm-hmm. I had to literally build that up from the bottom. And, like, I made, we had, our teacher gave us some stuff and said, make something with it. And I remember um, me and my partner, we made a gas pedal with, and then once What's the gas, that? like, um, like a pedometer, the thing, you know, your thing that tells you how fast you are. Oh, okay. Forgot the word, but <laughs> that we made that, and then we made a little special modification where once you hit the max speed, a light turns on, mm-hmm. and that was so hard because we had to do the code for it, and then we had to do the like the, the actual building. Yeah, the actual building, and every smaller like we had resistors, diodes. Like they don't mean anything to you, but they're little small little things that like like a diode helps with um, voltage. Like you can't mm-hmm. have too much power going to one area, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the, like, resistor, and you have the wires. You have to put pin one, and it's, like, 20 different pins that tell, like, each little component. And that's when I realized I wanted to do engineering. Were you ever told to stop doing engineering to do and you go into something for a woman? I remember, like, the most disheartening thing I ever heard was my stepdad and my mom. They told me, what do you want to be? And I said, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be an engineer. And they said, that's a guy field. Why are you going to do that? And I said, because I'm good at it. Well, they're like, that's manly. I'm like, I said, but what about all the other things that you required me to do? Aren't they considered to be manly? Mm-hmm. I said, you don't have a problem with it when I set up the Wi-Fi or um, troubleshoot at home or um, build stuff at home, like when we get, like, huge manuals on how to do something. So you don't think it's manly at that point because I'm doing something for the house. No, they don't. They but, just have this but, look at it like that. But when I say that, that's what I want to do in my life, and I want to be the person who doesn't do the, doesn't follow the instructions, but creates them mm-hmm. and creates the product. That's manly. <laughs> well, you've, you've had a long, long journey, and uh, that I I would call, I applaud you for it because I know you're still continuing on with it, and it's, it's like, like Khalifa, what do you have to say? On what part exactly? <laughs> <laughs> No, because I was listening for the most part, but... Uh, no, it's like, it's, 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 it's like eye-opening for, for me because I had my cousin on here a, 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 a couple weeks back and I had my mom on here. Yeah. And they were kind of talking about the same exact thing, like, you know, all the struggles they faced. And it's like, we never, ever think about it like that. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing, I mean, part of the reason is, I think, just as guys, we just don't understand how to think of things from, like, a woman's perspective, you know? And... Like, culturally speaking, you know, we're all Somalis, you know, we're all Muslim, you know, we come from, like, those households where basically it's like, okay, dad works, mom stays home type thing, mm-hmm. you know? Unless it's like, okay, you know, dad's not making enough money, then Hoy goes works, mm-hmm. you know? But then, so now that we're growing up, even though I feel like everyone's getting education, I feel like they want the guys to stick to jobs that are 
more manly, you know, and the women to stick to stuff that's more, like, for women, you know what I mean? And, like, I mean, obviously it's wrong, but, like, uh, I, I'm not sure how to explain it. It's just, it's a balance, you know? I feel like right now with this generation, like, us, you know, we're, like, the changing point, mm-hmm. you know? Because then once we grow up, I feel like we don't have those same expectations for our kids, you know? Like, I'm not really going to care what my son or my daughter goes into you know as long as they're happy as long as they find their passion but then i doubt our parents can think like that but what they're thinking is is he or she gonna get married is he or she gonna have a good life is he or she gonna do things that are not ebb you know what i mean oh you know my question is what how'd you feel if your wife made more money than you oh that's that's (laughs) a good one honestly speaking i feel like when it comes to finances personally for me is i don't really give to I don't really care. Make more money. That's more money in my exactly. pockets, too. <laughs> because, like, I'm dead no, serious. I, I don't no, care. Like, I, I, I know what you mean. Like, a lot of guys are not with that, you know? But then, at the same time, I feel like, yo, if she working, she working. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to get married, I should be marrying someone who's, like, my friend, you know? Not just, oh, she's my wife. I'm keep her at home, like, my little trophy, you know? So, it's like, yeah, you're doing well. Hell, yeah, let's get it. That's more money. Oh, shit, you got a bonus? Hey, how about a vacation? Man, shit. you know what I look at it like? I look at it like, if my wife's making more money, right? And I'm, and I'm, I'm listening. And let's listen. Like, this, this is the thing, though, right? If she's making more money, and, and then I'm making money, too, right? And then one of, one of somebody, a guy comes up and say, oh, your wife's making more money? He's like, yeah, bro, look at my house. Where do you live in? Tough. I would just you say, know? she's making more money than you. How about that? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But Wait. then, at the same time, though, I mean, personally, I just feel like when it comes to finances at home, I feel like it's not really not anybody's business. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't care if I'm making more money. I don't care if she's making more money. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's really not, like, you guys' business. You know yeah, what actually, I mean? I wanna, like, that's, like, kind of behind closed doors. It's, like, the same thing as, like, okay, yo. It's just, like, if I was making a lot of money, I'm not going to go out there and be like, yo, I'm making a shit ton of money. I don't want people's evil eyes and stuff. I definitely don't want people to know how much money I'm making. But, mm-hmm. like, when, like, if I it, realize the pay and yeah. my parents realize the pay going into my field, and, like, even, like, all the time-consumingness, like, how many years, like, it's really going to take me to graduate. Yeah. And, like, how many pre- prereqs that I actually need to take my classes. Like, I have to take count four. Oh. Oh, my God. And, like, just take some programming classes. Oh. I need, like, to have, like, finish calc two, some engineering classes. Like, I can't even start some of my engineering classes until I finish calc two, physics two. Yeah, like, I, all these other things and needs, like, require yeah, prereqs, <laughs> you know? I can't, I can't do this. And when I explain this to I, my I'm parents. A, I'm too dumb for that. <laughs> Keep going. I'm just too, I'm just too lazy. Okay, maybe, okay. Last thing I want to talk about tying into this, and this is kind of a surprise question. Do you guys surprises. believe in love in the first sight? Oh, no. 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 Absolutely no? not. I saw I saw this on the internet yesterday. And I thought it was I thought it was interesting to see. Here's the thing with the internet, my guy. Yeah. A lot of people are just dumb. Oh my god, what about the memes? Let's keep it, let's keep it 100. Like, people are just dumb. Like, they don't know what they think. You know, what the hell does love at first sight mean? Like, oh, I see you. Whoa! That's hey, Mary, right now, the that's exact- lust. I look at you like, damn! You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't take you serious. Oh my god! If you said that in public and we're together, and you said that to a girl, I would just like I just. I, but I would never say. Down. I would never say. That's, I mean, that's not. We would. Not, we would not do that. But like, uh, guys do that in general. Like, yeah. damn girl, I see you. That you know, catcalling and shit. Catcalling? That's inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. That's inappropriate. why we don't do it. But my point is. Do you still think it? No. Relax. Wait, you don't wait. turn turn this on me. Oh, uh, this is a podcast. This <laughs> is going online, so we don't want. <laughs> well, he's a good guy. <laughs> hey, relax, man. I feel like I can speak for myself. I am a good guy. But, side note, but love at first sight, I don't believe in that. I feel like love is not, like, just an emotion. I feel like it's also, like, a choice, you mm-hmm. know? When you speak to older people, man, the thing you realize is when it comes to marriage and all that stuff, relationship, what it's about isn't 
the emotion or just how the person makes you feel. Yes, that's important at the beginning. But then as you go further and further along, it becomes more of a commitment. Mm -hmm. Like, is this somebody that understands you? Is this someone that when you're angry knows how to deal with you? Is this someone when you're angry you kind of can still deal with? Mm -hmm. You know, is it someone where you guys are both willing to put in the work to mm -hmm. make it work, you know? And I think that's more what love is rather than, <gasps> she's pretty. That's, that's awkward. What, I can to, think, to, I can to think to someone's say that, pretty? To say that but that's what a lot of people. But that's oh, what a lot of people be saying. Guys, that's how we. That's think. a lot of people that's think. Like the first, like the first thing you see, you you look yeah. at someone. The first thing you notice yeah, is. You, it just sounds how, like you just went stupid. Well, yeah. That's, that's, well, that's yeah, kind of what, what it is. That's what it is. Like that's what happens ninety nine percent of the time. Like if you walk by a beautiful, like you don't know what to say. It's like you don't know what to say. Like that's that's like that's when like that less. And then eventually, like when you start getting to know her, like if someone has a terrible personality, like I know a bunch of people have terrible personality. You have a terrible personality. Your looks don't mean shit. But I thought you said you can't cuss. Ooh. Ooh. Tough. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forgive me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to wrap this up. I just want to say thank you guys for both of you guys coming on today for this episode. If you guys have any final thoughts, go ahead. Get off your chest. Oh, I didn't respond with my love at first sight thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so um, my opinion on love at first sight is that I know a lot of people who, you know, I thought were, like, really attractive the first time I met mm -hmm. them. And I was like, damn, you know, maybe something can happen. Mm -hmm. Got to know them. Totally gagged. <laughs> but is that like, really it's the idea, them? I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe you actually felt that way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you <laughs> made a mistake. Like, you know, like, just, like, rewind. And then there's yeah. some people who I was like, I never want to talk to you. And I got to know them, and I was forced to interact with them, and then they surprised me. Mm -hmm. And then I, I really, like, developed feelings. So, but then is that really love, though? Is I really love as if you develop how would you feeling? define you, love though I mean I feel like I'm in love whoa never felt that emotion wahana <laughs> kuda damn but that's it okay you guys heard it on here this is episode 4 episode 5 will drop soon coming up Give this episode a listen. It was a fantastic episode. Thank you for everyone listening. You do that at the end of the podcast? Peace!